All right, three, two, one. All right, welcome back to episode three of the Upper Left Pod. I'm here with my brother Jordan again. And today, Hello, everyone. How's it going out there? It's going good. Are we on the internet? We are on the internet. The inner, the interwebs. Cool. Uh, nice. On, yeah, it is nice. On today's episode, we are going to be talking uh, the AFC over under win totals. Just like we did with the NFC, we're just going to go ahead and do the same thing. We'll find our division winners. And then in a, uh, in a, in a future episode, we'll talk who we think is going to make the Super Bowl. We're also going to talk our top, fa- our top five stories that have happened since Wednesday. And then we're also going to wrap up with the best of school supplies from when we were younger, which I think I may have the best list uh, known to mankind. Uh, but once again, guys, this is brought to you by Cowlitz PUD. Thank you to Cowlitz PUD for sponsoring our uh, episodes. Take control of your account and make interacting with Cowlitz PUD easy with SmartHub. Through SmartHub, you'll be able to view detailed usage information, make a payment, enroll in programs, set account notifications, and much more. You'll also receive important news and information about Cowlitz PUD and can quickly contact us with any issues regarding your service. You'll be able to put yourself in the driver's seat of your Cowlitz PUD account. Smart management, smart life, smart hub. Johnson with my brother Jordan Johnson and we are back for episode three now on the YouTubes as the kids would say on the YouTubes how's that feel Jordan be on YouTube? yes I love it we're they let anyone be on YouTube right they will let anybody on YouTube I mean Logan Paul has a YouTube and I mean he's made yeah we just should we go find somewhere that people commit suicide and film it because that seems how to get big on there I mean, yeah. I mean, maybe. I mean, that's. I think that's a big thing. But um, or we should start fighting, even though we can't fight. Yeah, no one's ever done celebrity boxing before. Yeah, that's never. a new thing. Tanya Hardy. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. So I just got a text from Hayden. Manute Bull. Remember Manute Bull fought uh, yeah, Manute Refrigerator Bull. Perry. Yeah, the seven. Who won that, by the way? Uh no one. No right. one. We all lost. Hang on, Hayden's trying to join us right now. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna let Hayden join us. So go ahead. All right, so Hayden's coming in today. Hayden was going to join us as well. Hayden is in with his iPhone. Hayden today. Hayden, Hayden joined. Uh, Hayden was with me on our first episode on Monday, and he is in Louisiana uh, for yeah. his girlfriend's graduation. Am I correct in that, Hayden? Yep, PA graduation. So this this apartment has about twenty people packed in it for the next couple of days. Everybody just family and everybody. Yeah, so it's. It's a madhouse right now. Uh, just so you know, if you want to, you could turn your. Uh... There we go. Sorry, it was. No, no, no. no. Oh, there, there, we there, go. Go. there we go. So Jordan and Hayden have never met before. So Jordan, Hayden, say hello to each other. Hello, Hayden. What's up, Jordan? How you doing, man? Uh, good. How are you? Yeah. So there uh, we go. Go, first go time well. meeting. First time meeting. It's always good. So. Uh, <laughs> okay. So Hayden, uh, you missed the intro, which is fine. Um, but I sent you the notes yesterday. We're talking our top five stories mm-hmm. from uh, the past couple of days. And then we're also mm-hmm. going to go over NFC or NFC over AFC win totals, and then we're going to wrap it up with our best of school supplies. 
from when we were younger. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, that's a great lineup. Yeah, because school school is literally right around the corner. Because uh, I do teach, I am a teacher, and we mm-hmm. have to be back on the twenty fourth of August. So we're right around the corner of us coming back. Um, so yeah, there were some cool school supplies when we were younger, which kids today don't even know what that know what we're talking no. about. No, no. Um, they, so, they were probably just like iPad number one. Mm-hmm. You know what? The number one thing would probably be a phone. Would be the number one thing. They would yeah. Be. Today, yeah. Today, because you yeah. have your phone with everything, especially with how we're teaching. If you have a phone, you can do just about everything. So let's go ahead and jump right into it. Our top five stories. Our first one I had uh, from last night. If I don't know if both of you guys watched it, I watched it. Was the Field of Dreams, the Yankees versus the White Sox? What did you guys think? Uh, I thought it was pretty cool. I actually liked the aerial views of like just corn like that was a pretty awesome view they need to do this with other things like hockey started the trend but i i would like to see some more sports try some different stuff i agree i thought it was cool looking i think like you could do like basketball i don't know how it would work but like rucker park in new york would be a good one i remember they tried doing the air the the basketball game on the aircraft carrier but they had to stop the game because of all all the water um but yeah i thought it was really cool and i thought the way it ended was like it was like you couldn't have asked for a better ending with Anderson hitting that home run against the Yankees and then taunting mm-hmm. is going around. It was hands down the way they entered through the cornfield. Kevin Costner was there. It was just like to me it was a mini movie and it ended the perfect way with a walk off home run into the corn with only people from Iowa, I believe, were there. It was pretty cool. Hayden, what about you? What'd you think? Yeah, I, well, my situation has been a little different. I haven't been able to sit down and watch much, but it's uh, it was cool. You know, I got to sit and uh, check out the highlights of it. And, uh, yeah, it was sweet, man. I hit a home run. The you know, fireworks and everything going off center field. You got corn. In the pregame, I saw a Bleacher Report. Dude's literally walking in the cornfield and, like, eating just raw yeah. corn from it. I was a little grossed out by that. But. Yeah, those guys from Iowa. It's not good. No, You've ever done corn that. is not good. But, yeah, that was cool. I do, like, I do agree with you, Jordan, the aerial shots of just – Iowa is literally just corn. I mean, I, I'm, I'm under the understanding when I I've think, never been there. I don't understand. I, here's, here's the thing: when I, I think Iowa, I think you got the Field of Dreams, corn. Then you have Iowa, corn, and then Iowa State University, and that's it. And there's just corn. So a surrounding mm-hmm. three giant things of Iowa, Iowa State, and the Field of Dreams is just corn. I mean, can yeah. you guys name me besides Ames, Iowa? Can you guys name me and like where's Iowa University? Iowa University of Iowa. Where is that? I think it's in Iowa, Iowa City, and but isn't Des Moines, Iowa, decent sized city in Des Moines? Iowa? Yeah, Des Moines capital. Okay, well, yeah. Des Moines capital, but once again, unless you're playing college football in Iowa City and Ames, or going to Field of Dreams, I don't know where else you're gonna go. I do hey, like how forward. Iowa and Iowa State don't they play like the first game of the year every year as a rivalry game? I believe you're correct on that. Or the, I like that. I do like that. That's pretty cool. Northern yeah. Iowa, David Johnson. Who? Oh yeah. David Johnson, he went to Northern Iowa. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> all right. Um, That's then, uh, yeah. But that was really cool. I love that they need to they need to continue that. And Rob Manfred, it's great for Iowa. It is really good for Iowa. Good night all around. It was good night all around. Good job, Iowa. Whoever um, runs their PR is really happy. Yes, John Deere is really happy. Um, and then also on top of that, Rob Manford came out in the pregame before he said in before he did anything said we're doing this again. I just hope they rotate the teams. Like that'd be really cool to get almost every team in there. Even do like maybe an interleague play game would be pretty cool. Yeah. Both AL. I just just 
thinking for the NFL, they should play in a prison like it's the longest yard. Yeah, That'd only cool. inmates allowed. To watch. Yeah, only inmates allowed. Uh, so, yeah, okay. Um, the next one we have is the Pac-12 has come out and said, if your team comes down with COVID and you're unable to play, it's no longer going to be a makeup. They're just going to say straight up forfeit. You're done. Yeah. Um, thoughts. Well, basically, what they did was revert back to their old rule that if you don't have enough players to play, you forfeit. Because last year, they actually made an exception for COVID. So this, they basically said, hey, we're going back to the old rules. So, and you guys had plenty. I think Merton Hanks, isn't he like the head of the football officials or something like that? He said, like, you've had enough time to get vaccinated, get vaccinated. But it's also up to the com- uh, commissioner, like, outstanding circumstances. Correct. He could make it. So it's a no contest. But Correct. I just think it's the right way to go. It's too much money involved. Let's get it done. How many games? I don't know off the top of my head. I, I don't remember very many games getting canceled last year. I do remember Washington not being able to play in the Pac-12 championship game because of it, and then the mighty Oregon Ducks winning the Pac-12 championship because of it. So, I mean, I'll take that. I mean, I don't care what it yeah. says. I don't care if you give me an asterisk or not. Pac-12 champions, Oregon Ducks. There we go. Yeah. Okay. Jordan's a beast. That's how you want to win it? Yeah. Hey, a win's a win. Hey, in the great words of, uh, of Dom from Fast and Furious – doesn't matter if you win by an inch or a mile. A win's a win. Okay, give me your pink slip, Paul Walker. So yeah, don't uh, don't be hating, Jordan. Okay. Okay, Hayden. Any any thoughts on that? Uh, yeah, you know, uh, I remember the Titans had to play. Did, didn't yeah. somebody have to play like two games in like an eight days, like something really, yeah, or like did. a five days band, something? Someone played on like a first Tuesday yeah, I think night it was, game. I think it was Pittsburgh. It was Pittsburgh. Hmm. Yeah. 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 Something like that. Because, like, the Ravens were supposed to play the Steelers on Thanksgiving or something like that. Yeah, it was really weird. But they had to play. They had to play. They they made up their game. I don't know what the NFL is going to do with this. I have no idea what they're going to do. But they they don't really have any – The NFL is going to push right through it. They're not losing money. No, they're going. So, yeah, forfeit for Pac-12. And it's not just for football. It's for all sports. So, just make sure we understand that it's not just for Pac-12. It's not for football, but all sports going forward. So, we can see what's going Mm -hmm. on. Uh, the next uh, topic we have is J.R. Smith, great shirtless J.R. Smith, is saying that he wants to go back to school, North Carolina A&T, good for him, get his degree. Saw that. But he wants to nice. play on the golf team. Now, if we yeah. all know, J.R. Smith did not go to college. He was a straight out of high school draft pick. So he still has, I believe he should still have four years eligibility. I don't know if it works if you play professionally basketball, but he wants to play on the golf team. At North Carolina A&T. He's a five handicap, too. He is. A, yes, he is. He's a five handicap. He's a very good golfer. I, I say, Do it. I, I say the NCAA should say, absolutely let this guy play. Because you know what's going to happen. He's going to sink a putt to win a to win a league championship, and that shirt's coming off. And he's going to be rocking around at North Carolina A&T with no <laughs> shirt, tattoos going. It's going to be the best thing ever for that school. And also, I think, for golf in general, high school, or high school, for college golf in general. Yeah, and do you think he could, like, you, like use that into an NIL and like promote himself even more. I don't think he needs the money, but he could use it for an NIL for his teammates. I could see that. Yeah. Bring yeah, that would help his school. Yeah. It is. I don't know if the, I, I'm, I should have looked this up, but I think North Carolina a is that the one that's sponsored by Steph Curry? Cause it's, it's a, it's an HBCU. It's not, HBCU. Yeah. I thought it was uh Chris Paul who oh, did Chris that. Paul, yeah. Because uh, yeah. I think he was doing a documentary on 
a team, uh, HBCU basketball team. And okay. I think it was North Carolina A&T or something like that. Okay. But it was, it was, Cause he's really involved with that. Yeah. Which is which I say NCAA. If you guys are one of the most hated organizations in the world, and I'm just, I'm, I'm literally saying in the world, come on, NCAA, make the right choice. Give J.R. Smith his four years of eligibility. He's going to bring nothing but attention. Let him play. Let him play. Yes, let him play. I, but I'm, if I'm he goes that. pro, you know, if he comes a pro golfer, he has to wear a shirt. There's rules for that. I, so. Well, I mean, if he makes it pro. If he <laughs> I makes, hope if, so. If he makes yeah. it to the PGA Tour and that guy wins a major, I hope that shirt comes off. I hope, <laughs> I hope at some point in these next four or five years we see J.R. Smith just – he would be so much taller than all the other golfers. Oh, yeah. He's six foot seven, rocking. He's just yeah. country club, tatted up, no shirt. That would be the greatest thing ever. Just, yeah. oh, that would be, I would, that would make my that day. Would, that's when I start watching golf, when they have neck tats. <laughs> neck tats. I, I don't think any golfers on PJ Tour have have tattoos that we can see. But hopefully, well, I guess so. Also, la, uh, next one we have is the Clippers sign or re sign. Kawhi to a $178 million contract for four years. Now, J- he or not JR, uh, Kawhi just had knee surgery, which should keep him out for almost the entire year. Is this a good signing by the Clippers? Uh, they have no choice. What are they going to do? Because he's going to come back and be a good basketball player. He might not be what he was, but he's still going to be like a top what, 10 player in the league can play both sides of the ball. He's he's kind of weird, though, but other than that, he's, like, really, really good at basketball and one of the best players. I I hope – I would pray that the Blazers could ever get a player as good as Kawhi Leonard on defense and offense. That would be incredible. But, I mean, he, he'll be fine. Hayden? Yeah, you know, he's – I have a hard time with it because – you know, the Clippers have always been the little brother playing at the Staples Center. And uh, I just have a hard time signing a player who has been the way that Kawhi's been with organizations. He's been very quiet. He hasn't been communicative. Uh, and then he re-signs four-year, what, $176 million, And all of a sudden, you know, he's back in favor with the Clippers. He's a great player. But if I was a coach or an organization, I'd be like, I, I can't trust this guy. You know, I wouldn't invest money into that. And the Clippers clearly seem – they seem like they can never break through. So, you know, if they want to keep building around him and sit out this year and let Paul George win an MVP, I guess, then be my guess. And losing the second round, go ahead. This reminds me of the Kevin Durant signing when he went to the Nets and didn't play his first year, which he came back and they almost they, – I mean, he's literally inches away from going to the Eastern Conference Finals if his giant 15 – If he wears the right size shoe, they're in the finals. Yeah, I – I'm with and probably going to win the finals because who's guarding him on the Suns? No one. Um, that well, one, no one guards him anyways. But yeah, he's, that, yeah, he did. He did. He literally just won the U.S. a gold medal on his own. He won them a gold <laughs> yes. medal. He's seven foot and has has handles and can do everything he wants. I like the signing. I I, I should say this. I'm not saying I'm not gonna say he should. I like it. I understand why the Clippers did it. Um, I just think it's a lot of money yes. for. a for a player who at this point in his career has been injured quite a bit. Um, I mean, he sat out in San Antonio. He didn't trust him there. He mm-hmm. worked his way out and then went to Toronto, won a championship. I'll give him credit for that. And then went to the Clippers and hasn't done anything and then got hurt. 
he's on the wrong side. I think how old is he? I want to say he's 28, 29. So I I understand it. I just want to see him when he comes back. I want to see him not I want to see the the investment pay off for the Clippers. I understand it, but I just want to see the investment pay off for them. He's probably not going to play next year. Um so we'll see what they are. We'll see how good they are without him. Um but I understand it. 178 million dollars is a lot of money for a player, but you know, I think he's worth every penny of it if you can get if you can get back to the playoffs and get to a final at some point. That's chump change for Steve Ballmer. This is what's crazy. Yeah, what it doesn't matter to him. It doesn't matter. NBA priests are like training camp starts in like a month. It does. That's crazy. The summer league is going on. I've never seen the summer league hyped up so much than I have right now. Maybe we've never had the NBA. Oh no! When whenever Lonzo Ball played and the Lakers oh, won the right. summer league championship, it was literally like the biggest thing ever. They're like, the Lakers are back, baby. Lonzo and Brandon Ingram. And then both but the Blazers are about to raise another summer league championship with our like ten year yeah. vets playing summer league. Jordan, yeah, they, those can be started. They have those can be started. What's his, the guy from Kansas State who was in second round with the Michael two. Beasley? Shout the Manimal. They have Michael Beasley who has been a busting NBA on his Freed team. and Emmanuel Mudiay. Yeah, they got some. They got some players that have played in the NBA on their summer league team. So yeah. All right. Uh, last story. Yeah. Our last story that we have, that we didn't get a chance to talk to yet was the L.A. ball, the L.A. Dodgers ball girl, Marissa Ronan. She, a hundred percent, in my opinion, should have been the top story going across. This girl is not very big, Melissa Ronan. She's the ball girl for the L.A. Dodgers. There was a fan on the field, and if you guys haven't got a chance to see the video, I'll put it in. A, I'll put in a link into the in the description. She's this guy was running across the field in Dodger Stadium. He had probably had seven, eight, maybe nine, ten security guards chasing him. He runs, makes a beeline right for her, and she tackles him. He flips over the stands and into the crowd, and the security guards got him. A hundred percent. Like I, I think the Detroit Lions, who have no linebackers, who are my team, <laughs> should sign Melissa Ronan on their squad. It looked like a kicker making a kick at the sidelines, you know, where they're like oh, yeah, sizing yeah. them up. <laughs> and then they just like do that sweet little like put your leg out, let them fall over your leg, big tackle move, which yeah. works in that situation. Cause like she's not trying to like uh, Terry Tate off this linebacker her. She's just trying to get him down to the ground. She's yeah. using what she's got around her surroundings, the walls right there, I you know. You know been even Someone better. might want to get her like what? Throw the, throw the glove at him. Just chuck the glove at his yeah. face and then tackle him. That would have been even better. She has a helmet on too, right? She does. They have to wear helmets. I think they, they wear, wear helmets. Yeah. Just but here's the thing she didn't use as a weapon. Go ahead, Hayden. Did did the guy have more security guards chasing him or more beers in him? Because that oh. was a run. I mean, you got that was, go that's, uh, that's bold. He was booking it, man. He went from one side to the other and no one touched him. I would say probably like six beers because you're not running that fast at 10. That's true. You're, you're not. That's true. You got a full stomach. You're like, <laughs> and you're not making that straight line, you know, that's going to, yeah, six. I say seven if he's an alcoholic. Who knows? Mm-hmm. He's, he's I, had this plan in his mind for a while, too. He's like, I got, this is the day, guys. I'm going to make it. Have you ever seen the video, though, in Houston where the guy actually gets away? It's an old video, and he, like, jumps up the out yeah. center field and, like, climbs up the like the everything and makes it away like 
he's out of the stadium and it's incredible. That's like, I think that's when they stop showing people, you know, like in cops, they never show anyone and get away. That's, that's true. Cause then you'd be like, this, this well, I can sucks. get away. <laughs> yeah. I, I was very impressed by it. I thought it was very cool seeing it. I think she's selling merch now through Barstool sports, which of uh, course, no, no free shout outs, Barstool sports, but I think they're selling merch through her. Um, if you tackle punch, getting a physical altercation looks cool. Barstool sports will make you a t-shirt. Yes, they will. So at some point, like you know, the three of us got to get in a fight and then we can get some merch through. Bar yeah. Sports. Like at a stalker game or like a biking event, some great weird sport where they wouldn't expect a fight. Yes. Like that. So that was like our topic. Where we get I, I, intense. I, like, Go ahead. So, yeah. So that was. No, it. let's go ahead. So, yeah. So that was it right there. That was our top five sports, uh, our top five stories uh, since Wednesday. Uh, once again, guys, uh, we are brought to you by College PUD. Thank you to College PUD for sponsoring our podcast. Uh, here we go. Take control of your account and make interacting with Callet's PUD easy with Smart Hub. Through Smart Hub, you'll be able to view detailed usage information, make a payment, enroll in programs, set account notifications, and much more. You'll also receive important news and information about Callet's PUD and can quickly contact us with any issues regarding your service. You'll be able to put yourself in the driver's seat of your Callet's PUD account. Smart management, smart life, smart hub. All right, and we're all right, and we're back here um, with the upper left pod. Uh, we just recapped our top five stories since Wednesday. Uh, we are now going to transition right into our AFC over unders for wins. Um, just so, Hayden, you weren't here on Wednesday. When we did this. I'll give you the rundown. I will give you the division. I will then give you the over and I'll give you the oh, I'll give you their win totals, their projected win totals. I'll give them to you in order who they think is going to win from first to worst, and then we will rank them worst to first. So we'll go backwards. I'll give you first to worst, and then we'll go backwards of where we think they're going to go worst to first. Okay? So that's the thing we're going to go, and we'll go one at a time. We'll go through this one at a time, and we'll start with Jordan. We'll go you, and then we'll come to me. We'll just go in that order, and that's how we'll do this this whole time. Yeah, I got I got about two minutes before I got – because we got graduation stuff that we got to – Well, then how about this? Why don't you – Hayden's got to go because he's got to go do graduation stuff with his girlfriend. But Hayden joined us for the top five, which is good. Hayden, why don't you go ahead yeah. and you can you can dip on us, which, I mean, come on now, man. You're dipping out on the upper left pod. Uh, you can dip out, mm -hmm. but then I you take I sent you the over-under win totals. You text sure. me your divisions, and then I'll post them on there, and uh, I'll post them on Twitter, and I'll post them on Instagram. Sound good? Oh, my girlfriend wants to say hi, by the way. Oh. Hey, guys. What's up? Hi. Uh, <laughs> congratulations. Congratulations. By the way, what are you graduating for? Uh, Physician assistant school. Ooh, smarty pants. Nice. I mean, I... Thanks. I, and wait, wait, wait. She Anna, was. First of all, I do have a question. Are you guys close to... Where are you guys... What part of Louisiana are you guys in? Northwest Louisiana. I don't know. what What's there? Not much, Nothing. honestly. Crocodiles yeah. and Swamp? She's her her hometown is so she was a part of her hometown is close to Baton Rouge. Yes. She got to Baton witness Rouge. firsthand Joey B and the LSU title run. Oh, sure so coach, are you a Coach O fan? Heck yeah! Do you see him? Go Tigers! Does, does he just Go. run? Does he just run around all the time? Oh Go, yeah, totally. <laughs> with 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 Ray Baker. With Ray Baker. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you guys. All thank right. you for joining us once again. Congratulations man. on that. Thank you. Um, and I'll see you guys. Hayden, we'll see you later. All right, bud. All right, buddy. I'll text those to you. All right. All right later. Bye. See guys. you guys. Bye. Bye. All right. So now it's the two of us. We're back to the two. 
Um, thank you, Hayden, again for joining us. He'll be joining us every once in a while. Um, that time he just couldn't stay with us because his girlfriend yeah, graduating. Yeah, like his insight. Yes. Okay. So exactly, I'll be missing some shows. I gotta get go to Hawaii, so you know you'll be missing some shows too. I might be flying solo for a little bit, or I might be trying to get some other people on help us out. But this is gonna be me and Jordan's show. It's kind of like the Johnson and Johnson connection, just like the vaccine. You get it, you're good to go. Um, so here we go. <laughs> So we're going to start in the AFC East. So we're going to go east, south, northwest. We're going to get to the west. At the end, so we're kind of working our way across the United States. So in the AFC East, we have the Buffalo Bills at 10.5, Pats at 9, Dolphins at 9, and then the Jets at 6. So, Jordan, I'll let you start. Who do you think is going to get worst? Oh, by the way, remember, you need to write these down because I don't have anything in front of me to write them down because I'm running everything else. All right, let me go grab a pencil real quick. This is great radio right here. This is great podcast and great uh, YouTube. We're not prepared, um, but that's what you're going to get here. We're gonna right here? Oh, well, oh, we weren't right. prepared? Okay, we're right there. You know what? Give it raw. Okay. So who do you got? Who's your, who is your so, worst team in the, a, in the AFC East? My worst team, of course, everyone knows. It's going to be the J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. They're going to be not good. They have a very young offensive line and no weapons. I was just going over their roster. They have Elijah Moore. Their wide receiver. Their wide receivers are <laughs> terrible. Their defense hopefully can hold them in some games, but I, they're going to get too tired. Their defense is going to have to do too way too much work and going to have to really hope they get turnovers and scoring position for their offense. I just Zach Wilson. Coming out of there doesn't sound great, and I don't know why anyone didn't question him. Yeah, I was like, gonna get to that. they're just like, yeah, Zach Wilson. Like, yeah, yeah I'm gonna. He played at BYU. Okay, so BYU, and they played no one. So yeah, I just got them going five and twelve. You got you have a perfect transition for me. I do not. I see them being where I see them going four and thirteen. I do not see them being very good. The Jets once again. Zach Wilson was a guy that came out of nowhere. He was a marginal quarterback at BYU. Then had a he had a good COVID year season. Had a good COVID season, football season. The only good team he played in Coastal Carolina, they lost. He is. I just don't know how he went from this no name somebody to this no name to them being the number two draft pick. I just I don't understand where it came from. I don't get it. I do like Elijah Moore from Ole Miss. I do think he can be a good receiver. He he. Does. Yeah, he can. He can be a he good all around player. The problem is, is the Jets drafted a quarterback. Which, if you go back to Jets drafts, I mean, they drafted Geno Smith as well. Okay, so remember that they drafted Geno Smith, thinking he was gonna be a good quarterback. Got I just don't see it. I do, I do like Robert Sala. I think he is a good coach. He was a very good defensive coordinator for the Niners. I just think he's in a bad situation in in um, in New York where he's they they think a six wins. I mean, six wins. I, I just I I don't see it. Yeah, Zach, Will, Zach Wilson. I just I don't trust him yet. Maybe he's good. I mean, I shouldn't be hating on the kid. I don't know what he's gonna do. He is literally a kid, um, so we'll see what he can do. By the way, he, did you know he took two boy? He took two BYU cheerleaders to prom when he was in high school. Yeah, but he probably was a recruit. So okay, and it was Mormons. It probably like made stuff out of popsicle sticks. Let's be honest. They didn't do anything. Don't, okay. Yeah, so – okay. So, yeah, so there we go. Uh, we both of the Jets just being last in the division. Okay, so who yeah. now is your third-place team? Uh, my third-place team uh, uh, is the Patriots. I don't 
I just their defense. I have them going nine and eight though. Okay, so it's so not like record. they're gonna we're gonna have a winning record, but breaking in uh, Mac Jones, Mac Jones. Back okay. then they didn't want him. Now he's hot. They all want him. But uh, uh, Mac Jones is gonna be. He'll be all right. He looked all right yesterday, he, but he that was preseason. Cam Newton, I don't play him. He can't throw the ball anymore. He can't. His shoulder's too messed up. He was awesome, but he's just done. Like, he needs to be a backup. Their defense will hold them in a lot of games. It will be close games. It just will be their offensive not being able to push it over at the very end. I mean, they they have they got those two tight ends, but I think Hunter Henry's already hurt again. He's hurt again? Hunter so Henry that's like again. a big that's a big weapon for them. That was a big signing, but they still have that other tight end. I can't remember. They got from the Titans, right? Yeah, they did. I can't think of his name either. But yeah, so yeah, I'm yeah. Gonna, that's I, what, I just think they're gonna be. I just feel like they're gonna be good, but their offense still isn't that quite there yet, and their defense will get will fade, but we'll hold them in some games. But I could see this the second and third place team swapping places. So. Okay, so I have getting third is the the mighty Finns, the Dolphins. I have them going eight and nine. I don't trust Tua. I do not trust him. I don't. I, that hip injury is going to stick with him. Also, his arm strength kind of, you saw it last year. I just don't trust Alabama quarterbacks because they play in a system where they are just, they have the best offensive line. They have the best weapons. They're only throwing to open wide receivers. Can you name me an Alabama, Alabama quarterback since Nick Saban's been there that's been good in the NFL? I mean, A.J. McCarron no. was all right, no. but he was a backup. Do you no. know he has a restaurant in Alabama called, like, Asian, Asians? Oh and it's a sushi place, and it's like A.J. What an idiot. Um, <laughs> but still, there's not. But by speak with also A.J. McCarron, shout out giant chest tattoo that you never saw coming. I think he has a full oh, sleeve, yeah. too, now. But, no, I nice. just I don't trust Alabama quarterbacks. They don't ever have any adversity because they're on the best team with the best offensive line the best weapons. They only throw to open receivers. Tua Tangavola's only accomplishment is, yes, he won some national championships, but did he really win them on his own? I mean, he did. I, well, okay, he won one against Georgia when he came in at halftime for Jalen Hurts and won that game. But besides that, he only threw to wide open receivers, no adversity, and he got hurt, and you're seeing now his arm strength isn't what it used to be. He's not. I, I did never. I was not a Tua Tunga. I was not a Tua believer. I'm still not a Tua believer. And I have them going eight and nine. I think they're better. I think Brian Flores is a very good coach. Their defense will keep them in games, but Tua is also gonna. I think Tua is gonna lose them some games. And they should have drafted. They drafted Jalen Waddle. Mistake. They should have drafted. What they needed was an offensive lineman to protect Tua to help him out. They didn't do it. And my Detroit Lions got Penny Sewell which was awesome. So thank you, Finns, for being dumb and not drafting the guy you should have drafted. Okay. I That goes into my third, second-place team. Oh, uh, would you have the Dolphins going? Eight and nine. Eight and nine, okay. I got the Dolphins getting second in this division at 10 and seven. I like their defense, and I like what they're doing on offense. It all comes down to two, if he can just hit his playmakers. I like that they have uh, – I like Jalen Waddle. I think he's was the better pick than Devonte Smith. I agree. I'm they, not saying that I don't like and, him. I just think it was yeah. the right pick for them. And he, and he's a good returner too. But uh, then they also have Devonte Parker, and then they have the uh, Miles Gaskin wasn't a bad uh, running back for him. And then their uh, tight end, what was his like? Uh, uh, 
Glecky. Just Dasecki from BYU. Yeah. yeah. Galeski. Galeski. He was pretty good. And and then I think their defense, like you said, I think uh, Flores is a really good defensive coach. Yes. And I feel like they're figuring out on defense and they just re-signed their cornerback who was – Xavier Howard. Uh, yeah, the second best corner as according to PFF football. He's so, yeah, I really – I think their defense is good, and I just feel like they're going to be pretty good. This I think two is going to take a step forward. I don't think he has to look over his shoulder at Fitzmagic. That's kind of a big thing. Is some confidence in your play. You shouldn't just be out there looking over your shoulder all the time. You're kind of like it's kind of like seeing ghosts in out in the field. It's just you need the confidence. So I feel like, yeah, the Dolphins are going to be decent this year at ten and seven. All right, so I'm going to go with I'm going to go with the who I believe is the greatest coach of all time in football. You can't deny it. I think Bill Belichick gets the Patriots going again, and I think they're going to go ten and seven. Uh, I think I'm going to be. I know Cam Newton, his shoulders hurt. He does have more. We- last year he had no. I mean, last year he had an aging Julian Edelman as his only weapon. I think they're going to be better this year. Their entire like they had five starters last year on defense not play, and they're all back. They also bring back um, Van Noy, who they let go, and he came back. You know when guys come back from New England, you know he's going to be good again. I like that they have Hightower back. He's looking good. I like their defense. Yeah, I, they have Stephon Gilmore is one of the best corners in the league still. Malcolm or Butler, what's his name? Not Butler, what's his name? Um, the twin of the twins. The twins. Gilmore? No, the twins that play safety. Um, McCartney? Oh, I'm, I'm... Devin McCourtney? Yes, thank you. McCourtney, he's back. He's one of the best safeties in the league. I think their defense is going to keep them in games. And I think Cam Newton's going to have enough around him to get things done. If Hunter Henry stays healthy, which I hopefully he's back because he is a big weapon, they got some guys in, and they got some guys. Shout out to uh, local legend. Um, oh my God, I'm so bad with names right now. Uh, uh, Kendrick Bourne is now on their team. Uh, Milwaukee Mustangs own uh, Kendrick Bourne is now with them. He's a good he's a good receiver who was in the Super Bowl with the Niners. I see them doing good things this year, going ten and seven. I'm not. I don't know if they're gonna make the playoffs, but they'll be ten and seven. They're gonna have a bounce back year, uh, and then you know who knows what happens. Maybe Mac Jones will be good. Maybe he'll come in and get some reps. I have no idea, but I do believe this team is gonna be ten and seven. I don't think Bill Belichick's gonna let his team have a losing record again. Yeah. All right. So now on to our both who we both think is gonna win. Obvious pick. Uh, the Bills. Buffalo Bills. What is your record? Nobody. Circles wagons like Buffalo. No one's. I have them going twelve and five. Okay. I think I feel like they're putting it all together. They're in a window right now. That maybe these next two years is their window because I think they have most of their players signed up for the next two years. I really like their defensive backfield with Poyer and uh, Lade White. Right. Yes, White. And don't, and then their other um, have a really two good safeties. Uh, you said Poyer. Poyer and Micah Hyde. Yes, I think they those two might be like they're they're just really really good. And then I just really like their offense. I think Allen is could be the MVP this year. He could. He's got a cannon. He can he can hit every throw. It's just sometimes he gets a little like overstimulated and just like. He takes just goes crazy. He yeah. takes risks. He like, does. like you're like, what are you doing, man? We don't. It kind of reminds me. Remember uh, when uh, Reggie Bush against Texas just oh, yeah. like pitched that ball? You're yes, like, what, what? dude? 
Well, you know, I mean, you're already. I mean, he was going for the play, but anyways, I just feel like Buffalo. I do too. This, I, they, this team could go all the way. This it, is. It could. This, yeah, this is a Super Bowl contending team. This is, and I think. And at, oh, I forgot to mention their pickup of Emmanuel Sanders too. That, that's that, a really big. That's was that's a big pickup. So they had Stefan Diggs last year, and you saw that you saw the uh, maturation of um, Josh Allen when he got Stefan Diggs. So now you have a guy that can do everything, go deep, go short, go across the middle. Now you have a guy named Emmanuel Sanders who basically just goes across the middle and makes catches. They have a very good uh, receiving core. They have a good receiving core. Josh Allen, is, I think, can make another big set this year. Uh, the one thing that's going to hurt is they're going they're losing their offensive coordinator. Um, he left. Oh, wait, no. Yeah, he did leave, right? No, no, I'm I don't thinking, think. I think um, they I, have. I think they have all their. Yeah, I'm thinking. Position. Sorry, I'm thinking of Arthur Smith, who was in Tennessee. I had a mix up. That's a mistake yeah. of my own. They're going to be good again. Um, they're going to be solid. I actually have them going 13 and four. I think they're a very, very good team, a Super Bowl contending team in Buffalo. And like you said, no one circles the wagons more than the buff, better than the Buffalo Bills. And last year, I think they had a bad taste in their mouth of not getting, of not winning their playoff game. Josh Allen is going to be a MVP candidate. I really like this team. This team is fun to watch. Thirteen and four. Watch. If you're a folding table in Buffalo, you better you're oh, yeah. on notice. If you're you're fan, gonna you guys better be on the outlook. You guys are going to be. Go, there's a lot of people jumping through you guys here pretty soon. Buffalo. By the I way, I don't know what people are going to eat on in Buffalo after this season. There's what I'm saying. Wings out of their hands. That's all they're going to do. There's going to be no tables. Which by the way, speaking no of, tables. Hey, by the way, speaking of Buffalo wings. Are you a bone in or bone? Are you boneless? Well, bone in or buffalo wings and boneless are chicken nuggets. Okay, good. And then are you a flats or a drum guy? I, uh, whatever. Okay, I'm flats all the way. I like taking a little, the take one of the bones, take one of the bones out and eat it all in one. Um, That's, yeah. You're doing it wrong. Take both, take your fingers like this. And then put at the end of a bone and tap it on your plate, and you'll slide all the meat off, and then you can bite it all, and it'll just pull out two clean bones. I can just pull one Fast. of those out and, and be done. I'll show you later. You're okay, doing it wrong. Whatever. By the way, I do make the best chicken wings. Uh, you can ask. Me no, why. you don't. Yes, I do. Not yeah. in your air fryer. You can't make the best wings in an air fryer. False. You can make good wings. No, you can't. Yes, you can. They're wrong. Okay. I make better ones on the Traeger. Okay. Well, I can't compete with the Traeger. I don't have a Traeger, so well, look at me. I got yeah. a Traeger. Okay. Um, but yeah, by the way, if you do get, if you think, what do you have the bills going 13 and four? And if you think that you're getting chicken wings, when you order boneless wings, you're ordering chicken nuggets. Okay. So don't say you're getting boneless, boneless Buffalo wings. No, you're getting chicken nuggets. Okay. All right. So that's our AFC East. Um, we, I went, uh, from worst to first, I went bills, Pats, Dolphins, Jets, Jordan went bills, Dolphins, Pats, Jets is what you Yeah, Correct. That's tough. Um, Okay. Yeah. Okay, before we take our next break, let's get down to the AFC South. Uh, AFC South, from worst to first, it says Carson or Carson Wentz, the fighting Carson Wentz's. Colts yeah. at ten, Titans at nine and a half, Jags at six, and maybe the worst team in football, the Texans at five. So, Jordan, who do you have getting last? This might be the worst division in football. It could be. It could be if the Titans. If the Colts or the Titans don't stay healthy, it's just going to be the worst. So who do you? Who, but uh, I agree with you 100. I have the Texans getting dead last. I don't. <laughs> what are they? What, I don't know. I'm on their. I'm on their roster right now, looking at it, and I'm just like, what do I? 
Andrew, we watch football, right? We watch football. But who are these people? Uh, we were like, talking about this. We were talking about this the other day. Um, besides Deshaun Watson, I, I mean, I know who Farrell Brown is. I know. Here's the thing: they do have Philip. I've heard him. They do have Mark Ingram and David Johnson. That'd be a good running back core if it was five years ago. Yes, like I don't know any of these guys. You, oh, they have your yeah. boy. They have your boy, Brandon Cooks. Don't forget, they have Brandon Cooks. Yeah, and then on defense, I was looking at their defense. I'm still just like, okay, yeah, there's some players I recognize, but still, like, this is a bad. I just bad think team. it's going to be a long year. It's going to be a long year. I don't even want to waste watching them ever because I feel it might hurt my eyes. I'm just going to pretend that there isn't a Texans team this year. And if I have to bet, I will always bet against them unless, like, the starting quarterback for the other team is hurt or, like, they got COVID or something. Even if they got – even I think they should make a rule where teams have to play 10 against 11 against the (laughs) Texans to give them a chance. Because this team is terrible. And they're probably going to have to trade away their their quarterback. Yeah, like – yeah, I have them going four and three, and that just happens. I can't four and three, four and thirteen is what I, I got them going two and fifteen. I don't see them. I mean, they are so bad. And Deshaun Watson, even if he's there, he's not going to be all in. They're going to be so bad. Bill O'Brien, who by the way is a very good coach, who won a bunch of divisions. No, he is a, he? He was. He was a terrible GM. When he was there, they won like four. I want to say they won four division titles when he was there, mid the playoffs. He was a good coach. He was a yeah. terrible GM. He just traded away first-round draft picks, just traded them away like they were nothing. They are a terrible team. Bill O'Brien sent them back in the dark ages. I don't know why. I mean, the trade to trade away just uh, DeAndre Hopkins to the Cardinals was just the worst trade I've ever seen in my entire life. It's like he was playing Madden. It was like, oh, here we go. I'm going to move pieces in Madden and get these, get these players. Even Madden, you wouldn't make that trade. I mean, come on now. Bill O'Brien sent his team back into the dark ages. Bill O'Brien. Oh, and then they have like some terrible coaches never coached before. Yes, and the guy that they got as their as their head coach, I don't even know his name. I'm not going to look him up. Or never been a head coach. Never been a head coach. Probably. Coach. I don't like this team. This team is terrible. I have them going two and fifteen. They'll get a, they'll get the number one draft pick next year. They're going to trade away Deshaun Watson to the Eagles. If they trade away Deshaun Watson to the Eagles, they might go zero and seventeen. They very well could go zero and seventeen, which by the way is hard to do. But they could do it. Um, do you want to know who their quarterback would be if they trade away Sean Watt, their backups right now? Do you know who Davis they are? Davis Mills. No. Oh, David, they did draft Davis Mills. But they that? also have Jeff Driscoll and Tyrod Taylor. Oh, wow. I'm so glad the man of Tyrod Taylor is there who has done nothing. But everyone loves him for some reason. I mean, the yeah. Chargers had to puncture his lung just because they didn't want to play him so bad. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, I have them. They're so bad. I have them going two and two and fifteen. Uh, yeah. All right, All All right. right. you want to go next? Yeah, I'll go next. next. I'll go, I'm gonna go, go next. third. I'm gonna go third. All right, go who? Third. Okay. I'm gonna go with the Jacksonville Jaguars. I got them too. Um, I third. actually am very. This is a team that I actually might watch. I'm very surprised. I, I'm actually I'm surprised. I'm interested to see what Urban Meyer can do in the NFL. And I thought he had a very good draft. Obviously, getting Taylor or Lawrence, Trevor Lawrence was a, was the obvious number one pick. You had to take him. He's a generational talent. You had to take him. I like I like him. I also get like the getting of Etn is a good guy that can do multiple things in the backfield, and in, in the passing game. I like what they're doing. I'm interested to see what he, what Urban Meyer does. 
because um, he was so successful in college. We haven't really seen that the college thing come over. But these but these guys now kind of know who he is and know what he's about. I want to see the transition he makes. It's To me, it's more interesting than seeing how good they are. But I have them going uh, – I'm going to have them actually winning five. I have them going five and 12. I'm actually doing better. I'm going seven and 11. Oh, that's – I think games. Lawrence is going to be awesome. That's 18 games, Jordan. Or, sorry, <laughs> seven and 10. Seven and 10. Yeah, uh I think Lawrence is going to be really good, and I like their wide their wide receivers. I like Chark, and then they have Laviscus Chenault. I like, I like him. Yep. Yep. I think they're going to be decent, and then they got those their running back. Who's that running back? They had Antium uh, and um, Etn. And then don't they have and Robinson? He was good last and they year. Also have Carlos Hyde too, who's not a bad back. Yeah, he's not a bad back. They got really good weapons. Uh, so I think, and we can't forget about Tebow. You know, hey, if he makes the roster, by the way, did you see that everyone going nuts when he made that catch? Trevor Lawrence threw him a touchdown pass. By the way, no, I... Tim Tebow is yoked. He is humongous. We thought Tim Tebow was big before. He is even bigger now. He is yeah. massive. I don't think he'll. If he makes the team, I would be so mad if I played for the Jaguars. They, okay, here's the they actually have, they actually have a very good they, the receiving court. They have Marvin Jones, very is a good receiver is a good receiver. DJ Chark has been up and down. Um, Lavisca Chenault from Lavisca Chenault. He's good. From Colorado, from Colorado. They also have a sneaky pickup in. Uh, I just saw in here. Where'd he go? Um, Philip Dorsett is not a bad receiver as well. And he this, didn't. He was hurt all last year. He is, though he's not, he's not a bad receiver. I do like them. Um, I said five. I just don't know. I just, I, I, I yeah. I, I think Trevor Lawrence it, is just still is still too young. But they're gonna make. They're gonna be in. They're gonna be in more games than they're not than they were last year. They're gonna be be in more games. I just don't see they can get over the top to win it. But if they want seven, games, and I it think like, it's the only like college coach in like the last twenty years to have some success. Is that Pete Carroll? Yeah, I would think so because uh, Pete Carroll came in. And then uh, before him, it was I don't know was was Saban Saban before or after Pete Carroll, but Saban couldn't get it. He didn't. Saban was before before, but he wanted to get Drew Brees, and they said no, and it kind of screwed his whole entire team. Yeah. Steve Spurrier yeah. tried only drafting Gators, that didn't work. Um, you had Lou Holtz who tried running this option when he came in with the Jets. Um, I can't think. Of I mean, like Jimmy Johnson worked. Jimmy Johnson did work. Uh, but Jimmy and Johnson, Barry Switzer, but don't. Barry Switzer was one year. Barry Switzer didn't count because he had the Cowboy team that Jerry – dude, uh, what's his name? Um, quarterback. Uh, Troy Aikman said a a monkey could have ran that team, and they would have won the Super Bowl. Uh-huh. So Barry Switzer was there. He wasn't really in charge because when Jimmy Johnson left, no one went with him. He was just him. So they had uh-huh. their defensive coordinator, their offensive coordinator was all there, and every single piece all was right. still there. So you have them at what? I got them going – Seven and ten. What do you have them going? Five and twelve. All right. So take Five your let's get, take your second place team now. I got the Colts. Okay. This one, I got going ten and seven just because of their division. I just feel like they're they have one of the best rosters. I don't trust uh, Carson Wentz though. I'll tell you that much right now. He's already hurt right now. He is he holds the ball too much and loves spinning. He loves spinning backwards or spinning, spinning, spinning. And he just needs to learn that he's not the best athlete anymore okay. on the field. 
like I always feel like that's another thing like Alabama quarterbacks they always are like yeah I know I never get hit I have so much time that's like when he came from like that lower level he was probably the best athlete on his team until he got to the NFL he grew up in North Dakota yes and so I just feel like he needs to learn his limitations and he could be a decent quarterback I mean I don't want him to just stand there like a statue but you can't take 10 second dropbacks and expect every play to make to score a touchdown. I mean, Russell Wilson does this, a lot of players do it, but they're different. They also know when they kind of know when they're done and have to get down or throw the ball. He just feels like he never can give it up. But yeah, I just feel like they are going to be decent this year. They got good weapons. They got um they got a good defense. They just I like Leonard. They just resigned Leonard. He's really good. I like him a lot. And then I also like that. Uh, was it who they get from the Niners? Like um, their D lineman? The Forrest Buckner. Armstead. The Forrest Buckner is really good. Is it the Forrest Buckner or was it? Um, it's, it's, no, it's the Forrest Armstead. Buckner. Oh, well, yeah. Yeah, it was the Forrest Buckner. I really like the Forrest Buckner. Yeah. I think. He's a, he was a big loss for the Niners. I just really think they're going to step it up. But, it, it, like I said, it's as far as their quarterback can take them, like most teams. But I just – once is kind of up and down. He's only had, like, 15 solid games in a row, and then he got hurt. But I'm gonna I go, just feel like – I'm going Titans second, and I'm going to pick the same record at going 10-7. and seven. Um, The Titans have everything in place. Um, getting Julio Jones, I'm interested to see what he does because I don't know. I, I'm interested to see what he does with Ryan Tannehill. Him and AJ Brown could be a lethal combination. The te- the Titans interest me. I just think losing Arthur Smith, um, when you lose an offensive coordinator and you bring someone else up, either promote or you bring someone in, it's always going to be adjustment period. Um, and so I'm interested to see what they do. Um, and you know. I just at times I think they relied too much on Derrick Henry. I think that's why they went, that's why they went out and got Julio Jones to help out in the passing game. Let's see what let's see what they do. Um, I'm not a giant Titans fan, but I do like what their roster is there. I do like I do like Henry, but at times I think he tries to run. He I think he's they're very predictable. But that was with Arthur Smith. Let's see what they do more in the passing game. Maybe some more get the stuff get the ball to get the ball to AJ Brown. Get the ball to Julio Jones. Um, and then kind of open up that run game. Uh, we'll see what they do. Their offensive line is good. Uh, defense is, is is decent. They have one of the better safeties in the league in Bird. Um, so let's see what they do. Um, I'm just not quite sold on the new offensive coordinator. Um, so, yeah, I'm just not quite – I think they'll make the playoffs maybe. I'm just not sure, like, what um, they got. Let's see. Who am I trying to think of? What's his name? Um is Taylor Lewan going to be healthy? That's the other thing too. Is Taylor Lewan going to be healthy? If he is healthy, it's really going to um, anchor down that that uh, offensive line. But we'll see what they do. Um, so yeah, I'm just not losing losing Arthur Smith. I think is bigger than what they think it's going to be. Yeah, I think you're right on that. Losing Arthur Smith, they were the number four offense last year, but the number twenty four defense. So if they can't score like yeah. they did last year and play defense like they did last year, I think they were last in third down like getting off the field yes they were so it, if they can't get off the field and can't score as many points they that could be a re- recipe for disaster but i have them going first 
at 11 and six, it's not like they're going to be world beaters, but I just feel like they have the most talent and on offense, at least defense. I'm not sure. I really they haven't signed, dug into get, their role. They did get uh, Bud Dupree from the Steelers. They did sign Bud Dupree. But it was, is he hurt? Or like, is he, when is he going to come back? That's the question. Know. They have him. They also signed Janoris Jenkins. He's back. That's a good pickup. But, uh, yeah, I just, it all depends on their defense for me. Yeah. If they can get stops, they could win. But, I mean, they're going to score. Mike Vabrils. They're going to score, but yeah. are they going to stop anyone? That's they're going to be a, probably a first round out again. Um, my per, my pick for first is the Colts. I am going to go opposite with you. I'm going to be a Carson Wentz believer. I believe because now he's back with the quarter. He's back with the coordinator that got him to the Super Bowl. Uh, I I do and like when he the year that he had right as his offensive coordinator, he was on pace to be an MVP. And then got hurt. I'm yeah. going to believe in him. I'm going to believe in Carson Wentz. There, I think their roster is the best roster in that division, hands down, the best roster in that division. They have weapons all over the place. I mean, they signed Eric Fisher to tackle. They have Quentin Nelson, who's arguably the best guard, best lineman yeah. in the NFL. He, well, yeah. He's no, he's a he's awesome. He's awesome. I mean, you you have weapons in Michael Pittman Jr., Jonathan Taylor. You still have T. Y. Hilton. Um, you have some good guys. Like you said, uh, DeForest Buckner is a is a beast. They re-signed um, Leonard uh, Darius Leonard. They're gonna be good if Carson Wentz can be the Carson Wentz we saw in Philadelphia before he got hurt when Frank Wright was his OC. I think this team could be. I'm gonna say right now. I think they're gonna go twelve and five. If he gets hurt, then they could be a five and twelve team because they don't have anything. But if I mean they have the best offensive line in the NFL, they I think they have the best offensive line in the NFL. Um, they're going to run the ball. They're going to do play action passes. They're going to get Carson Wentz on the run, and they're going to move him move him into the pocket instead of having him sit in the pocket making reads. They're going to get him out, let him use his athleticism, make some plays. And what it sounds right now, I just saw coming across Twitter on uh, Adam Scheffner just said it. Adam Schmeffer. Adam Scheffer just said Adam Scheffner. Just said uh, Carson Wentz is on pace to come back for week one. Him and Quentin Nelson are on pace to come back week one. So if they both come back week one, I think this team has the makings of being a 12-5 and team. That's me. Okay. All right, so let's go ahead and take a break here. Uh, once again, thank you to the uh, Cowlitz PUD. Cowlitz PUD for uh, our sponsoring, which, by the way, I use Cowlitz PUD. I think they're awesome. Uh, you don't get to use Cowlitz PUD, Jordan. You have to use Clark. What is it? Clark Public Utilities? Clark, yep. Well, whatever. They don't matter. It's Cowlitz PUD. That's where it's all at. So thank you, Cowlitz PUD, for sponsoring this podcast. Take control of your account and make interacting with Cowlitz PUD easy with Smart Hub. Through Smart Hub, you'll be able to view detailed usage information, make a payment, enroll in programs, set account notifications, and much more. You'll also receive important news and information about Cowlitz PUD and can quickly contact us with any issues regarding your service. You'll be able to put yourself in the driver's seat of your Cowlitz PUD account. Smart management, smart life, smart hub. All right, and we're back here. Thank you, Cal's PD, for sponsoring this podcast. All right, we're back picking our AFC over-under win totals for our team so far. We've already covered the AFC East and the AFC South. Um, now we're moving on to the black and blue division, the AFC North. Right now, the Ravens are projected to win with 11 wins. Browns come in at 10, Steelers 9, and the Bengals at 6.5. Jordan, who do you have getting last? The Bengals. Yep. 
their line is terrible. They should have drafted Penny Sewell. They're going to have awesome wide receivers, though, but they're not going to have any one to protect Joe Burrow, and he just blew his knee up last year. But I like Joe Burrow. If he had some protection, I think he would be a – he could have – he he has the potential to be one of the – a really, really, really good quarterback. I like, I like him. I like I Joe th- Burrow. I like his movement. I like how he throws. I like his attitude. I just think he's good. But – they should have drafted a tackle. They should have drafted Sewell. 100%. But also, I think their defense is going to be not the greatest. They were, I think, 22nd last year in total defense and 29th in offense. So I just don't feel like they're going to be that great this year, typical Bengals season. But I do think they can be improving and look better. Yes. With hopefully Burrow staying upright all season, that would be a huge improvement. But I have them going 6-11. and 11. I have them going 6-11 and 11 as well for the exact same reasons you have. I love Joe Burrow. Um, Joe Burrow, when he was at Ohio State, Urban Meyer said it. He goes, er, he goes, that guy, if we wouldn't have had Dwayne Haskins play as well as he did in the spring, Joe Burrow would have been the starting quarterback for that team. Uh, yeah. He didn't look good his first year at LSU, but then he really came on his last year at LSU. He looked really good. He was on pace. Him and Justin Herbert were on pace for rookie of the year. They both were right there. And then, you know, him getting hurt, it kind of went all the way to – Herbert, but we'll get to Herbert in a little bit. I do like him. I like their receivers. T. Higgins came on great last year. He looked good. Jamar Chase is already good. I think them losing AJ Brown or AJ, um, yeah, AJ Green. He quit. He He quit quit on on them. them. That was good for them to get rid of him. Tyler Boyd is still a really good is a really good receiver. So they have a good receiving core. And Joe and their running backs are good with Joe Mixon. Joe Mixon is good. Um, they are a very good team offensively. They just don't have, or for skill position wise, they have no one to protect him, which is really going to be hard for them this year. If they don't protect Joe Burrow and they keep him on the ground, their their entire team is going to be, it's going to be, it's it's going to kill their team. And he even came out and said uh, yesterday he still doesn't feel mentally strong with that knee. It's still in the back of his head. So we'll have to see what they have. Their defense is not anything great. Um, so I have them going same thing as you. Uh, you said six and ten, six and eleven. Yeah, I do too. I have them six and eleven. I just, I just, I just, they need to make steps in the right division. They're gonna here's the thing. They'll be in games because offensively, but they won't be able to stop anybody. So, no, they won't stop anyone. And I do like and Zach if- Taylor as a head coach. I think he's a good head coach. I think he, his offensive schemes are good. He just got he has to figure out defense and get an offensive line. So they're right there. Yeah. But you're right. They made the wrong draft choice. They could have gotten a receiver in the second round. And they should have went with Penny Sewell, but once again, I'm not complaining as a Lions fan that I got Penny Sewell. So or I, yeah. anybody, they got him. Um, I'm gonna go next with my second pick. I'm gonna go Steelers. I got the same thing. Steelers, but and I have them only going. I have them getting. I have them going eight and nine. I don't have them having. A I also had them going eight and nine. I just don't trust new offensive coordinator. Big Big Ben's getting up there. Their offensive line, they got rid of their offensive line. They were the worst running. They were 32nd in running last year. They still don't have – they, they drafted uh, Najee Harris, but they didn't address their offensive line anywhere. So I'm not a fan of what I'm seeing with them offensively. Um, Big Ben had to get the ball out quick because they couldn't protect anybody. So the ball was getting out quick. They still have good receivers. I do like their receiving core. I think Chase uh, Claypool came on late. He looked good. Washington's a good receiver. Uh, I just really want um, Juju to stop dancing and just play football. Um, Eric well, Ebron, he can dance. Just, just 
what like i hate when they like that's like his the thing i know him for yes like oh this guy's known for dancing i'm like oh how do you famous oh he plays football how about i know you about football then i'm like oh he also dances yes i think they have the right guys skill wise i think Najee harris was a a good draft pick for them but their offense if their offensive line let me let me say this if their offensive line plays well and they can run the football uh, they could be a 10 and 7 team i just don't see with this offensive line new off the coordinator it's really big ben running the offense and i have them going eight and nine yeah, I. It's their offense. Ben's gonna get hurt, and then like hopefully Haskins didn't look bad yesterday. But come on, man, Big Ben, this is the end. And their defense is gonna keep them in a lot of games. It's, but I just feel like now Big Ben's what probably the third best quarterback in the division, maybe even the worst quarterback in the division. I'd still take him over Burrow, but he's he's getting in there. But just as probably because Burrow just got hurt. If yes. Burrow was healthy, you would probably. Correct. But Ben's always hurt, you know. He's always got something. But and but this year he took getting in shape seriously, you know. So he shaved his beard. You know, he he probably like he, did drank light beer this summer yeah, instead he, of heavies, you know. He looked he did look he does look good, but I, I just don't know. But I still like like I said, I just don't feel it with this team. It's just eight and nine. I just feel like they were the worst what eleven and 0 team ever last year. Yeah. They're, they're just – it's not going to – this is the end for Big Ben. They're going to have to move on. They are. All right, who do you have getting second? I have Cleveland Browns getting second in this division, going 11-6. Okay. and six. Okay. I I think they're going to be good this year. Oh, I, yeah. They're going to be pretty good. I think the only thing that's – if Baker cannot turn the ball over and their defense can play a little bit better – I think they could be a good team this year. I, I can't believe I'm saying that, but the Browns could be a good team this year. Last year, I didn't believe it. They were all talking Super Bowl champs in the offseason, but it's a little quieter this year, so I feel like they might be able to do it. I am not going Browns. I'm going Ravens getting second at 11-6. and six. I just... I think the Lamar Jack. I think Lamar Jackson is a very good quarterback. He just yes. If he when he's asked to throw the ball in the pocket, he does not. When you know when you know he has to throw, it's it it gets difficult for him. Yes, he's a very good. I'm not. I'm not saying he's not. He's a very good quarterback. If he makes the right steps and then being a pocket quarterback, which he needs to be, at times, like still let still let Lamar be Lamar. But he needs to be in the pocket when he needs to be, because like you see, that's that's when you when quarterbacks and you need to win games. That's when they do it that way. The he can, I have them going eleven and six. I think they're still going to be a very good team. I just I want to see more from them, and I just their defense got better. I just think I'm gonna be honest. I think the Browns are better. I just do. So that's why I mean that's my big my, the Brown. I forgot to mention the Browns' O line is one of the best units yes. in football right now. That's why I am saying right now. That's why I am saying the Browns. I'm not saying that the uh, the Ravens aren't good because they are good. Don't get me wrong. I just think that the Browns are better than the Ravens, and that's. I mean, I hate saying like that's my that's my uh, that's my reasoning, but it is. And I'm gonna say it right now. I'm just gonna go to it. Browns are gonna win the division at 12 and five. And Baker Mayfield in the second year in, in Kevin Stefanski's offense, which is basically run the ball, play action, get the ball down. They field. have the best running back. They did the two best running back tandem in Nick Chubb and um, 
and Kareem uh, uh, Hunt. Kareem Hunt. They have the. I, I I agree with you. I think this team's gonna be good as long as Baker doesn't force the ball to Odell. Don't force it. I think at times he forced it to him last year. Don't. Yes, force he it. just looks at him. I think that's that's a little bit is is Odell in there because I would say right now that um, if I were Travis the Browns, Landry, I would maybe look at trading Odell. I don't think they need for a defensive they need to keep him. I think for a defensive be, player, he needs you need a linebacker. They do. I'm. I still think this is a better team. I think year two and and Kevin Stemmick, uh, offense, the uh, rollout, get the ball to Nick Chubb, give to Kareem Hunt, get in the rollout, and then hit. Jarvis and uh, Odell on comebacks and deep routes. That's where I think they're going to win. I just think they're a better. And they got players. that good, uh, the tight end, Najong. Who? The Their tight end. David Njoku? Yeah, Njoku. Yep. He's good yep. if he's healthy. Yep. But I got the Baltimore one in this division. I just think they're big brother right now. I think they always will. They beat up on Cleveland, I feel like. Okay. They just, they got their number. They know what to do against them. If they beat them, that would be. I. It's like. It's like a psychological thing for me. It seems like. It seems like Baltimore just always beats the Browns. Well, did but you see their number on draft? I like. Be out? Who? Rashad Bateman. Oh, their wide receiver. Yeah, he could be out. No, that's not good. I also forgot to uh, mention Marquise Brown and. And uh, Sammy, they added Sammy Watkins. Yeah, but Sammy Watkins, I mean, that's he's 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 up there in age. The other team to remember too, Jordan. I'm going to say this too about the Browns is they have Miles Garrett, who's arguably one of the best defensive ends in the league. They also have Jav- Jadavion Clowney, who if he plays hard, Jadavion Clowney didn't even get sacked last year. I know and he had like three for the Seahawks, so he doesn't get sacks. He's not you. You are just blinded. By that one hit he had against Michigan, right, everyone's right. like, "Whoa! If he could just do that all the time, I he'd be great." He's not that great anymore. Okay. He's great against the run, though. I'll give him that. All right, but he hasn't had a sack in forever. But also, I like on the Ravens is um, J.K. Dobbins, their running back. I think he's really good. I think he's going to break out. And then they also have Mark Andrews at tight end. He's a beast. I just dude. feel like, and their defense is always really good. Their defense is always really good. But could so you, I just Marcus Peters is really. Can you say could you could you flip both these teams? Both these teams could be flipped. I mean, I could, but I just feel like always Baltimore has the edge. They have a. I feel like they have the better coach. Okay. And possibly the best, the better quarterback. Okay. All right. Yeah. Our last division we have is over here on the West Coast. The best coast is the AFC West. The Chiefs obviously are number one at 12 wins. Chargers are second at nine. Raiders are eight. And Broncos are six. So, Jordan, who do you have getting last in the division? If the Chiefs were in this division, this would be the worst division in football. I am not going to disagree with you. If the Chiefs didn't have Patrick Mahomes, this would be a terrible division. The team I have getting last is – this actually took a while for me to think about. This was probably my hardest division to think. The hardest but division I, in the worst division in your eyes. Because it's so hard to look through the muddy waters, of, you know. But uh, I got the Raiders getting last at 5-12. and 12. Wow. They, they dismantled their O-line, like, literally. They like, did. I don't – they got rid of all their good O line. So and then I I don't like what has Gruden ever done besides win with another coach's team against his old team, which he knew what they were gonna do. So 
like Gruden isn't he, they were eight and eight last year. I they I don't see them improving. Like where did they improve at? Um, I don't know. I don't have them getting last. I have them. I have them getting third. Um, I I had the Broncos getting last. I just don't. I think the Broncos at least have a good defense. But here's the thing. I'm. But here's what I'm saying. I'm gonna have them the exact same record. They're gonna have the exact same record. I'm just gonna say the Raiders are gonna. The Raiders will beat the Broncos at some point to give a better record. But I have the Broncos at seven and ten. Um, I I, I just don't. Nick Fangio doesn't really know what he's doing. Uh, their defense will be really good this year. Their defense is going to be really good. They don't have a quarterback. We keep hearing about their quarterbacks, yeah. these quarterbacks, these quarterbacks. Dude, they don't have – Drew Locke and Teddy Bridgewater are not quarterbacks. They're going to win you games and get you the playoffs. They're just not. They're bridge quarterbacks. They're literally, like I said, they're, Teddy Bridgewater is a bridge quarterback. Yeah. So if they were smart, they might – but uh, Nick Fangio's job, I think, is on the line. I could be wrong, but I think he's in the hot seat. I, I don't think there's a hot – I just think he's knows he's just riding it out. I don't think he ever – can't believe he still has the job, to be honest with you. I just don't see it. He's either. just like, yeah, I can't believe I'm still here. Yeah, he's 7-10. and 10, He's like, Broncos. Good defense. They haven't off, fired me? Good defense, but they don't have a quarterback. And if you don't have a quarterback in the NFL, you don't have a team. So that's mine, and then I'll just go straight to it. My Raiders – or my Raiders. I, I was going to say Raiders – I forgot to mention their bright spot is Darren Waller. He is an v- unbelievable tight end. So yeah. I have the that's I have the Raiders same thing same record going seven and ten, but getting third in the divisions a lot of the same things you said. Uh, I just think John Gruden's a better coach than Nick Fangio. I think they have some better weapons. Their offensive line has been dismantled, um, but Waller. I mean, right now their best offensive line is Richie Incognito. That's their <laughs> best. That's their best offensive lineman is Richie Incognito. Yeah. Um, I got yeah, I got the Broncos getting second. I just feel like their defensive unit is actually a unit that can do something. They, ha- I think they have like the best safety in Justin Simmons. He's good. And then they also have Vaughn Miller, and then they, their pass rushes always seem good. They just always seem good on defense in Denver. It's just please, I hope they play a lot of Jeezy. Uh, so uh, what's his name can dance a lot. Their quarterback, Teddy Bridgewater. No, no, no! Drew they're back. They're Drew Lock. Did you set that video of him dancing to Jeezy rapping it all? I've seen that video. Okay, it's old, but yeah, if they could just play Young Jeezy a lot, he would probably play better. But uh, yeah, I, if they can just hold on to the ball a little bit and score some points, like Fangio thinks you you can't score more than thirty. I think I think as a defensive coach, you're like. Six zero would be the ultimate score, but it's not going to happen. Just let it loose. I think their their wide receivers are decent. They, are they decent. could be good. Well, last year, but I one, just last year the number one receiver got hurt um, before the season even started, and I know that because I drafted him in fantasy. Uh, so yeah, so what's his name? His name. So they have Jerry Judy. Cortland Sutton was their number one receiver going into the season last year and got hurt, and they were still decent. So they have Jerry Judy, they have Cortland Sutton, they do have one of the better the better young tight ends in their league in their in their division. Noah well. Fant. Noah Fant. So they have some good guys. You're and right. then their running backs are decent with uh, Melvin Gordon and Royce Freeman. Yeah. Um. We'll see. I'm just not. I. I just... But they did lose Jake Butt. Ooh, Jake Butt. Um. But yeah, so I I just don't think I just don't I don't trust Drew Locke or Teddy Bridgewater to win them games. Still need yeah. to do. I just don't do that. So my second place team is my 
San Diego Chargers, and Jordan knows I am a Chargers. They're playing in San Diego? Oh, sorry. The L.A. Chargers. I am a Chargers. Um, what did you say the other day? You said I'm admirer. a Chargers admirer, and I have been for a very, very long time. It's not a bandwagon thing. Jordan, who will call you out if you're a bandwagon fan, knows I have been a Ducks fan and a Chargers fan before it was popular to be them. Is that true? Maybe not the Ducks. Maybe not the Ducks. You t- love the Ducks when they changed – everyone did when they changed their uniforms. I like And Joey, Joey Harrington. Harrington. Yes, which is before they were good. They weren't good when they did that, Jordan. They still weren't good. They went to the Fiesta Bowl. I liked them when they went to the Holiday Bowl when they beat Texas, so don't even get going oh, on that one. the Holiday Bowl, the second-best bowl in the Pac-12 then. Yeah, okay, well. Okay, yeah. Joey That's Harrington exactly what Joey Harrington got an end-around pass from Keenan Howry, so Okay, it. whatever. Okay. Um, no, I like the Chargers. I do. I think their roster is. I think Joey Bosa coming back is just going to help them be even better because he was hurt. Chargers every year. What do you have their record? Uh, I'm gonna say ten and seven. Chargers ten and seven. seven. Justin Herbert is, I think, gonna make another big set. He looks the part. Mike Williams is a very good receiver. Keenan Allen is a very good receiver. Derwin James is finally back. Joey Bosa is finally back. They have the pieces in place. They did a really good job on their defense, getting people they needed. Rashawn Slater, their tackle they drafted from Northwestern, is going to help out their offensive line. I like this Chargers team. 10-7 is where I have them. I think Justin Herbert's going to catapult them into the next the next thing. They lost like four games last year by a field goal or by a touchdown or less. Four games last year. So I really like this team. Um they got. I, I just. I got. They have Jared Cook, who's a solid tight end as well. Uh, this team is poised to make a run, um, uh, m- make the playoffs maybe. But if not, they'll be right there, sniffing at or knocking at the gates. I like this Chargers team, and I have them going ten and seven. I have the Chargers going eight and nine. Wow. I'm not. Herbert looked good, but I don't. I mean, their offensive line's going to get better, but their other weapons, I mean, Keenan Allen's good, but he gets hurt, like, a lot, and Mike Williams is pretty good. I do like what they got, Corey Lindsley, their best center in the league now. Yes, they do. I, but, I mean, you have a rookie left tackle. I mean, I don't care how great they are. That's kind of scary still. Still good. And they're getting – and a new head coach also. So, a new – System. That is true. So, I mean, stability seems to be what works the best for young quarterbacks, in my opinion. Like, quarterbacks that get a new coordinator every year, it doesn't seem to work. It's only been one. It's only been one. It was Anthony Lynn last year. Anthony Lynn two. Lynn. He's had two in two years. So How? And he didn't And he didn't have a – I mean, I like Herbert, but let's, like, slow down before he's the best thing ever. Not I mean, the best. I just think he's going to make more steps than he did last year. Or teams have more film on him now, and it could take a step back. That can happen too. Teams find out what you are good at, and then they attack that. So, so you have the it, third. It, you have the second place team going eight and nine. Yes, I think this division is terrible. Okay, I don't. I who other than Bosa on their defense because they lost Melvin Ingram. Duran James is really good. Duran James is just coming back from like two. ACL surgeries. Sante Samuel Jr. is pretty good. Uh, he hasn't played yet. He's a rookie. He's still going to be good. 
We don't know that. You can't say someone's going to be good until they Chris play. Harris Jr. Okay, that's a decent player, but who's their linebackers other than on their D line? He's good. I'm really looking right now. Um, I can't think of any. Uh, I just feel like I just feel like Kyler Frackle. Yeah, I just feel like everyone's looking at Herbert and not looking at everything else on their team. To be honest, they're just like, look at how good Herbert is. I know he is good, but I don't think he's at that level yet where he can just like cover up all the flaws of a team. He's not Aaron Rodgers, Russell Wilson, Patrick Mahomes yet. Okay. Or even he's he's getting there. Let's just wait before we tell him he's the greatest because I've seen first year quarterbacks be awesome and then be nothing after that. Okay. I've seen Robert Griffin the third be awesome and then what happened? What's he doing now? Making Instagram videos of him jumping over hurdles. He just signed a deal with ESPN. Okay. Oh, or no, him and ESPN and Fox were having bidding wars. Okay, so now we're going to get to our number one team. We both have it. It's obviously one yeah. of the best teams in the league, hands down. Chiefs, I mean, we can say the same things. Patrick Mahomes. Uh, uh, Patrick Kill, Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes, Tyree Kill, Travis Kelsey, uh, Clyde Hilaire's. I can't say his name. Clyde Hilaire's, whatever, the running back. Yeah. Their offense and they and they went they they went and got they got good offensive line they players. They went and got guys in the offensive line. Uh, this is a team that's they're like we lost Super Bowl and didn't get in the end zone. That's not happening again. So I mean they got flank. I mean they are just Orlando Brown Jr. They traded for Orlando Brown Jr. who's one of the best tackles in the league. They went and got him. They went and got Kyle Long who sat out for a year. He's gonna be a freak. He's pissed off. He's gonna be coming back. Uh, Joe Thunny, the guard from the Patriots, he's really good. They really 100% revamped this offensive line, and they are going to be on a rampage. I mean, they're going to be going after it. I, Patrick Mahomes is one of the best talents I've ever seen at quarterback. Hands down, one of the best. He reminds me of uh, a more athletic Brett Favre that can do whatever he wants on the field when he wants to. Whenever he wants to, he's like, yep, oh, I'm going to throw this, I'm gonna throw this 90 yards across on my body. Done. He is going to be very, very good. He's going to be on a tear this year. And so I have the Chiefs going 14-3. and three. I also have 14-3. It basically comes down to um, if they can get two or three stops a game, it's they're going to win. Yes. And their defense can't has the players to make stops. I think Frank Clark probably isn't going to be on the team anymore. Well, he's still on the team, but why they're going to cut him? Well, didn't you hear he has like gun charges oh, in California? That's right, that's right, that's right, that's right. Okay, well he might be gone. And so I don't know, but they did get Jaron Reed. They did, and Tyron Matthew runs that defense. Tyron Matthew is a yeah, defense. and Chris Jones is really really good. Chris Jones, they said lost fifteen pounds. And they're moving him just not from not from a nose tackle. They're moving him also to defensive end at times as well. Yeah, he's probably gonna play like a three-year technique, probably something yes. like that. So, but yeah, I have him going fourteen and three. The only thing I could see them going less than fourteen and three is if, like I said, with the Buccaneers, if they're resting players. But like the new playoff system is set up, though, I don't think teams are gonna rest that much anymore because you, there's only one bye. So, uh, fourteen and three and. They could go better. They could be fifteen and two. They, I, they are. 
they are, in my opinion, the best team in football right now. They're the best team in football, even better than the yeah. Bucks who return everybody. They I think just, the Bucks got lucky that the Chiefs line, line was hurt. They played a. If they, they would have been hurt, yes. I think the Chiefs would have rolled them. And it was still a close game, which is even crazier. It still was a close, but yeah, remember that pass that Mahomes almost made on the ground. Was yeah, it didn't count. Threw it and they just dropped it. Yeah. All right, so those are our picks. Man. For AFC over under win totals. We will post these on Twitter later today. Um, once again, guys, we're gonna take a break here. Thank you to Cowlitz PUD for sponsoring this podcast. Thank you, Cowlitz PUD. Take control of your account and make interacting with Callet's PUD easy with SmartHub. Through SmartHub, you'll be able to view detailed usage information, make a payment, enroll in programs, set account notifications, and much more. You'll also receive important news and information about Callet's PUD and can quickly contact us with any issues regarding your service. You'll be able to put yourself in the driver's seat of your Callet's PUD account. Smart management, smart life, smart hub. All right, thank you once again to Cal's PD for sponsoring this podcast. We'll wrap things up today, guys, with our best of. And today for our best of, we are doing best of school supplies from when we were growing up. All right, um, school is literally right around the corner. My daughters are doing their school shopping. My, my our mom took our daughter took my daughters school shopping, and just got me thinking of things that I was very excited for growing up. Um, when I wanted to go school shopping, as as dumb as it sounds, and I think Jordan, maybe you can agree with this. Going school shopping for supplies when you're younger was one of the f- most fun experiences that I. Could it's have. just fun because like the attention is on you for That's once, it. and they're like go because how many times as a kid you go to the store and it's not for you? It's just like hey, we gotta go do adult stuff, and then when you're a kid and they're finally like hey, we're gonna focus on what you want today. That's kind of cool. It just feels like you're like getting ready to do stuff and Correct. plus our parents were teachers so they made a big deal about going to school anyway so they did you know so i'm gonna i'll let you start off what is your i'm gonna i hope mine stays what was your favorite thing what was your best of school supplies thing that you could get when you were younger the best thing were yikes pencils do you remember yikes pencils yikes pencils i don't i'm gonna google them real quick they were pencils that were like crazy colors and like had like grooves cut in them. Oh, uh, do yes, you see I them? See, yeah, I'm seeing them right now. Yep, 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 yep. I do see them. Okay. I love Yikes pencils until mechanical pencils. Then I love mechanical pencils. Forget- Yikes oh pencils God. were the best pencils. We'll post these as you well. You can buy. We'll post these images. Yeah, Yikes pencils. They, Get yourself some Yikes They are pencils. neon colors. They have little spirals for like grooves for you to do them. Like I'm looking at the right picture right now. They're all neon colors. They're striped. It's like, yeah, it's crazy. These are, I remember these. I remember these were the coolest thing. Oh, my God, yikes, pencils. I'm going a little bit different. I'm going Trapper Keeper. A good Trapper Keeper, and you had to get one that had some type of design on it. Um, The one that I can remember the most was, like, the space-looking ones that were, like, purple. Uh, You got something going on in the background. The hype's going on in the background of your thing, Jordan. Yeah, I know. Um, so yeah, that's what I, I remember the Trapper Keepers, they all came in like different, really weird, what's going on right now? Jordan's, uh, taking a step, okay, we're back, so yeah, the Trapper Keeper, it was basically a folder that you would put all of your other stuff inside of, it was really just hold everything, it would trap all of your stuff together, and it was like, it was a binder with a flap, a binder with a flap, um, is exactly what it was, and it was a really cool thing to have around, it would be really cool 
when you try really hard in the beginning of school to get it all organized, and then a week it was just a, it was trash. The plastic was ripped off. Yeah, remember yeah. how they would make us get planners? How that was a thing, and now we all own phones with yes. cat. <laughs> Yeah, which by the way, we had to buy a planner. Do you remember growing up saying, "Oh, by the way, you'll never have a calculator in your pocket." Guess what? Yeah. Guess or what? The internet's not going to be there. Hey, guess, guess what, what, Mrs. Butler? Guess what? I have a calculator in my pocket at all times, so I don't need to worry about doing long division in my head. I can just do it on my calculator. Um, or our dad, who's a math teacher, by the way. Um, you know, he's like, "Yeah, you'll have to use a calculator. We use calculators all the time." Um. But yeah, trapper keepers, and you had to get one that had a neon. I'm a the picture I'm gonna post. It's a, it's literally different neons with a giant planet in the background, like a space looking like thing. Like chrome spikes and yes. chrome like spheres and yes. you know. So that was mine. All right, what was your number two favorite thing? I always liked a good pencil box, mainly the ones that had like bumps on it. Oh, okay. All the bumps. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. They were like like a opaque color on the bottom and then like an opaque gray or turquoise or red at top and had a bunch of little bumps on the top those are sick space maker space maker yes that's why i was always they came in different colors um so a space maker usually was translucent as well it was like the one i'm looking at was purple and then gray on the bottom and it was had bumps on the top it was a space maker and it came like in these different color fonts and you'd put it in the side of your desk, and you'd hope it'd be looking there. And you'd make sure your Yikes pencils were all lined up nice and neat. Yes. And then, but then week, you also, And then what happened within a week, Jordan? It would be destroyed. It would literally the top would come off. It wouldn't latch anymore. All these things we would get, we would like hope that they would stay together, and they just wouldn't. They would just break very very easily. My number two best of was the multicolored pin that had like ten different colors on it. It had the big top on it, like it came in all these different colored pins, or even the, oh, like the the giant red one. green, no, yeah, no, that had like one. twenty colors, yeah, twenty color one that you would like. Oh, I'm gonna try to do all of them at once, and it would never work. Yeah, that was in the top and push it down. Yeah, that was my favorite. You'd always get one of those, and you're like, I'm gonna write my name in different colors and choose a different color for each letter. That was awesome. I love that pin to this day. I still haven't seen that pin. You you'd still- make a sweet, you'd make a sweet S with the six lines out of it. Yes. Yep, you would take you would take you would unscrew the bottom of it yeah. to, to show all the colors, and you'd hold it tight, and you would just write that up, and you have this own this this cool looking um, um rainbow looking thing, and then it would break because the top wouldn't the, the you try to screw it back on yeah. those plastic would break the springs. Once again, what are we what are we listening learning about nineties uh, school supplies now, Jordan? What they all do? Yeah. They all broke. They yeah. didn't last very long. <laughs> well, Dad, because they wanted you to buy more. They wanted you to buy more. All right. Uh, my last thing, my last favorite thing of growing up, school supplies, was the thermos lunchbox combo with a type yeah. of cartoon or TV show on there, especially the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles cartoon one where you had all four or Ghostbusters front or the Ghostbusters one. The Ninja Turtles one was green, had all the turtles on the front, and there was a thermos inside, and that's what you got. Like that, everyone had this. Had us had this. Everyone had a version of this. Where that was. I really think they cornered the market. They they dominated the lunchbox market. This is before softbox sides too. Yeah, these were uh, like unbelievable. They were thin. They did not keep anything at any temperature. No, it didn't have. No, it did not. Um. (laughs) 
definitely we're going to probably get food poisoning if your food was held out too long. Yeah, they were, they were, yeah, that, oh, I'm sorry, it was blue. The Ninja Turtles one was blue, and it had, I'm looking at it right now, it was blue, uh, and it said on there, it, it was made by Thermos, is who made it. And it was a plastic, it, they were all, they were all the same, they had, it came with its own individual thermos, it had a lunchbox, it was plastic, there was no way of keeping anything cool or hot. It would just be destroyed, and now today's it's kind of the same thing. Now today's get the kids get the same thing, but now they're uh, way better than they were. They're they're uh, insulated. These weren't. These are just straight plastic. Your sandwich was going to get unbelievably hot if you had anything cold in there. Like if you had pudding that you want to keep cold, you're eating warm pudding. But it didn't matter because the biggest thing was the flex of showing up to the lunch table with your certain lunchbox. And the ones I remember being really cool were the Ninja Turtles. And Ghostbusters and Power Rangers are the three that I remember kids yeah. wanting to have. My favorite last supply was uh, this is very specific, but when I I don't know how old I was, but they came out with these markers that would change color with a special marker, a Crayola marker. Oh, so you I'm... could like write in blue, and then you would take the clear marker and write, and it would come out in a different color. Oh. But then your clear marker would get a little bit of the ink. From the original marker, and then it would eventually not work anymore. So like but those you, were also like you could color like a were box. pretty cool. You could color a box. Yeah, color, and then get the clear your, marker, the color it. change one, and write in it, and it would change the color of the. But like I said, the ink would always get stuck to the clear, the color changing marker. So then it would eventually just not work anymore, and Correct. you just have. Then you just have instead of eight markers, you only have seven, and they don't change colors. My honorable mentions for this are also the smelly markers. Love yeah. smelly markers, and you'd always get that one kid that would want to smell sharpies. Those are the smelly ones, right? Yeah, the smelly ones, and you never wanted to smell the black one. That was licorice. It was terrible. But now the red one, yeah, the red one, the cherry, that was good. I also have color pencils. When you first got them, and they were all sharp and the exact in a nice box, and they were all in line. That that's really, kind of like it in the the crayons, Crayola crayons, like getting thing. like a sixty four pack, and, and then you, by. It, Two weeks in, you got a thirty-two pack. Yeah, and you knew you you knew the rich kids because they had the sixty-four pack with the crayon that had the sh crayon sharpener. sharpener on the back. We didn't have that. We just would get the twelve pack of crayons, and they're like, "Okay, this is what we got." You had those kids that would bring in the sixty-four colors, and you have the kids that bring in the sixty-four color uh, color pencils. You're like, "Oh yeah, look at you, rich kid with your colors." Um, uh, what else? Um, we also, uh, I think that's it for my honorable mentions. Do you have anything else for honorable mentions? No, but I do have some betting things if people want to bet this weekend. Okay, okay. Only on. three bets. We're going to go tangent real quick. We're going to do – it's Friday, so we'll do our Friday's picks. By the way, I put my picks out yesterday. I went 3-0 and yesterday in preseason. I had the Steelers. These are all my, – my picks are just in one game for this weekend, though. Okay, so we're going to do Jordan's picks, Jordan's Friday's picks. Let's go ahead and hear them, Jordan. All right, so this weekend is the biggest rivalry in North American soccer. It's Timbers versus Sounders. Big game. It's on Sunday. First of all, you got to tell me we're, we're going to talk soccer because we got to make sure we let the people know. Yeah. So the odds right now I'm going to be taking the Portland is plus 165 just to win outright. Okay. And I'm going to be betting on that. And then if you want to get you want to get risky, and but there's some big bucks in this, you can bet the exact scores on the uh, Oregon scoreboard app. And at two to one, Portland's win. It has to be two to one, Portland. That's plus seven hundred and seventy-five. So that's a big. You could if you two to one is not a crazy score in soccer. That's okay. a pretty typical score. And then my last one. This is the big one. If you hit this, you're going to be 
three to one Timbers exact score plus seventeen hundred odds. Okay. Seventeen hundred odds. That's a good bet. You put down five bucks for that. I think you're going to be winning around like one hundred and fifty to one hundred and sixty bucks of right, a five dollar well, bet. And we'll put that's on, some value for you. We'll put these all on Twitter, and so I'm going to go with my Friday picks. I'm going to go NFL preseason. I'm going to be the king of preseason football this year. Um, so right now, I'm going to go. Uh, I'm just going to have you take this right now. I'm going to take the Buffalo Bills at plus one on the spread versus the Detroit Lions, and then I'm going to take the under. In that same game, so the Buffalo Bills at plus one, and then I'm going to take the under at 37. For 37. Ten- yep, for the Tennessee Titans-Atlanta Falcons game, I'm going to take the uh, Tennessee Titans at plus one and a half, and then I'm going to do the last game of today. I'm going to take the Dallas Cowboys and the Arizona Cardinals. I'm actually going to take the Dallas Cowboys, and I'm going to take the over in those two. So once again, guys, in the Buffalo Bills. What's Detroit- Dallas is a spread? Uh, the spread is plus two. Dallas is plus two. I'm not going to worry about it. I'm just going to take. Oh yeah, I did that. And then the, uh, the Cowboys the, uh, at, over. The Cowboys at plus two, and I'm going to take the over. So in my over. two games, I'm what's the over at? Over is thirty-eight. Thirty-eight. So you can read uh, I have a tip. The Baltimore Ravens are have won their last sixteen preseason games. Okay. They take this stuff seriously. So if you want to make some money. Try and bet on Baltimore to win. I think they're like plus one right this weekend. Yeah. So let's make sure we got these back. So I said Buffalo Bills are going to be plus yeah. one and the under. Yeah, yeah. Buff- I'll read them to you. Buffalo plus one, and then you have the under 37, and then you have the Tennessee plus one and a half, and then you have Dallas plus two in the over at 38. Yes. And we'll post these all on Twitter so you guys can see them. Um, once again, guys, uh, we are going to wrap things up here. Have a great weekend, guys. Uh, we are episode one. We're gonna try to do all of these on our. Um, we're gonna try to do all of these on YouTube as well. You can find all of us. All, all you can find all of these on the upper left, uh, or you can find all of our podcasts, the upper left pod, at Callet Sports or Callet's Podcast Network. You can follow us all on Twitter at Upper Left Pod for both Instagram and Twitter and uh, YouTube. All three are the exact same Upper Left Pod. And you guys, uh, once again, thank you guys for joining us and have a great weekend. And we'll see you guys later. Bye. Peace.